Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're gonna mouth off too. Bam! This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Guys, we have Chris Watson here. Up. Hey, we've got a listen to your heart, human, um, bachelor adjacent, if you will. You mm-hmm. would say so. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. No, 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 I'd say so myself. I'd say so myself. It's been it's been a fun, fun ride being a part of Bachelor Nation. And, you know, I guess I'm here for the long haul. So I have a lot of opinions about the show, but let's I want to get to know you from before all of this. Okay. Sounds good. I have an annoying question that I ask all of you. But, like, when did you discover that you had a voice, that you could sing? <laughs> <laughs> I discovered that I could sing very early on. I think maybe, like, when I was, like, four or five years old. It okay. just singing always came easy to me. And then it was probably, like, by the third grade that we were singing arias, and I was in, like, a boys' choir, and we were singing all these Italian operas and stuff. What? And... Damn. Yeah. And I just like, you know, not to like big up myself, no, but do it. I just saw how it came just incredibly easy to me and like my teacher did as well. So just singing was always natural. I don't have like absolute perfect pitch, but I have like a pretty good, like I hear when I was off. Right. And so I, I had that. And then it, it just kind of, as it just kept developing, um, I got away from singing, honestly, but I always knew that I could do it. So I'm like, if I ever want to come back to it, I could do it. Let's go try out these other avenues of music. So Well, that's what's interesting is because, so I read that you had gotten a degree in broadcast journalism. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Me too. Oh, look at you. You see, that's why we found. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. But like, okay, so hang on. Did you think you were going to be like on like TV? What What was the plan there? So the plan when I went to college was that my parents didn't want to go, want me to go to school for music. Okay. I kind of, intellectuals my parents are physicians my brother's a lawyer grandpa's a lawyer and okay. all these other things they're like hey if you're gonna go to college and university of miami isn't exactly cheap they're like <laughs> yeah. go something that it at least looks like it might be profitable for you <laughs> broadcast journalism i wouldn't say is like completely profitable but okay go off <laughs> yeah so I, I i think it was kind of just like in college i definitely just had an artist discovery you know where I never, ever felt like I completely fit in in life. Okay. And then it was like, as I kind of was birthed into an artist, I had a professor who, she pulled me aside after a creative writing, or uh, after, at the end of the semester, and she just pulled me aside, and she's like, hey, so this was a really great piece of work, and so is this, and so is that. Every single thing that you've done has been really good. Like, you need to explore your writing. And so I got into that, and I song after my freshman year of college and I just really haven't looked back since and I'm like I'm an artist I don't care what y'all have to say because I'm an artist and I gotta put myself and figure it out and whatever (laughs) well okay I'm I'm ignorant with singing and and all of this so like would you say you know you see your do you love vocals as much as you like writing like could you see yourself just writing one day or I think like you know certain like I was talking to somebody the other day and they're like oh like this bob dylan this and that and i'm like i personally can't get into bob dylan because his voice is i mean whatever i, I think it's, i think it's trash bob you know dylan haters 
Bob Dylan hated. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna come. They're gonna come. Okay. So I I'm definitely like a vocals. It's I like I'm gonna be writing barely above vocals. Okay. I love good lyrics, but then like if you have a voice to help tie it together, I'm like I'm. That's a good answer. That actually helps me understand it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like because like if it, if it pains me to listen to you, then I'm done. Yeah. No. Not interested. Like, 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 I don't know, like, you know, Doja Cat? Yeah. I am obsessed with her voice. Oh. I don't know what it is, but, like, she's just so catchy to me, the way she sings, the way she raps. So, like, I don't even care what she's saying. I'm just, like, let me just listen to you. I mean, I, like, that's how I feel about Lady Gaga. Yeah, the same. Her no, voice is, like, butter. Yeah, I don't I don't really care. I, I, I still love her songwriting and stuff, but I don't really care. She, not saying I don't care what she has to say, but it's just, like, I could just listen to her all day. A hundred, okay. I, I, I see your, your vibe here. Okay, so then, of course, to, to tie, like, had you been a Bachelor fan? Like, had you watched the show? The last episode I watched was in 2013 with my ex-girlfriend. Okay, so 2013, I'm, um, do, you, do you recall? Nope. nope. I, I, I recall that there were a bunch of men dressed <laughs> up doing some sports challenge and i'm like all this to get a girl i'm like i'm glad i already got a girl. <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad i have you and i can just sit here and watch these guys watch okay so you. we at least know it was the bachelorette we know that it's bachelorette yeah other than that okay no other than that and i mean like it's like am i a fan of television like yes because i went to school for journalism so i'm way more informed than i am spending time watching television as i'm a musician and you can see this keyboard and this I got to spend time practicing that and some time doing other things. And you're like, I, I, I'm a fan. I, I support right. it, you know, but from afar. Okay. So then, okay. Well then I have to wonder how you got cast for listen to your heart. And I'm assuming I've interviewed a few of y'all. Like you didn't really know that it was love related, right? <sighs> so I think that a lot of people heard different things. Okay. For me, I knew from the jump that it was a dating show, um, but I knew that it was a dating show uh, for musicians and everybody else was going to be musically talented. And so I said, well, dating in LA is not necessarily going swimmingly. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> so I was like, why don't I just like, you know, take a lottery ticket and maybe try to get to know somebody who understands what it's like to do what we do. So kind of how I fell into it but I, I I definitely knew that it was a, a heavily dating aspect um yeah well how are you spotted I know a lot some people are like Instagram some people do the video thing where they actually send it in like what happened so I got a random email and I later talked to the casting producer and he said that I have a basically have a you know a, a wedding website or a gig website that I do weddings corporate events and on there there are like you know reviews of me and so, like, some of the reviews are like, Chris just made our day, and he learned our song, and he did this, and then he, like, da-da-da. And so he's like, I read those reviews, and I'm like, this guy has to be has to have an awesome personality on top of his voice. And so he's like, I casted you from there. It's just like, I figured that he'd be a great fit for the show. So it was from, you know, a website that I... <laughs> I've been on for the last four years being in L.A., just doing gigs, and, like, that's, like, my, my life. So it kind of just all... Like, I got it from doing gigs, putting myself out there, and just, like, being... Like, relationship-wise, your history, I mean, you were you were entering a show where, like, you were obviously single. Um, 
were you hoping maybe that like also something great could come from it? A hundred percent. Like, you know, I am the quintessential, I guess you could say hopeless romantic. Are like, you? I, okay. Okay. Yeah, I very like someone for a week and then I'm just like, you're the one. You're the one. You know? <laughs> yeah. Me too. It's fine. Been there. So I was definitely very, very optimistic. I was more into finding somebody. Okay. The opportunity to sing on ABC. You okay. know, so I am kind of glad everything worked out the way it did. I feel like I really just completely won the lottery when I won the show. Yeah, you really did. Good work. Okay, yeah. well, let's let's talk about the show itself. So it seemed like the way it was presented that it was Brie, like, out the get, like nobody else. At what point did you guys start, like, I don't know, romantically connecting, if you will. Like, was it accurate? Was it just like, bam, done? Well, I would say night one. Um, I definitely checked her out the hardest. And like, it's okay. funny, like, watched it back on video. We finally got to see the show and like, you know, and I, I you know what I'm saying. I gave her a nice up and down look and I tried to hide it, but I couldn't. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. You know, night one and like into night two and like into like day two, I had like maybe two or three, but she was definitely like kind of number one. And like you know, guys murmur, like, oh, this girl's that. And this is, and Bree's this and Bree's that. I'm like, yo, by the way, it's about to be locked up. So <laughs> don't step off. Don't touch her. She's mine. <laughs> I, like, I didn't have to say that because I, I made it happen. So definitely night two made all the moves and we just, like locked that in there. And I was just like, you know, like, I'm the kind of person that if I'm talking to one person, cut everyone else out because I just don't have the capacity. I don't have the energy and you're going to feel it that I'm not into you or that my, I'm being sidetracked. So, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I like, you know, living in New York, like everyone's dating 400 people and I just cannot function that way. No, no, it's just. It's just a waste of energy, you know, and energy is precious. We all yeah, know. I know. It's like I'll go on one date and if it's great, like I'm not seeing anyone else for that. I'll see him again. And then if that date's weird, then I'll move on. They'll say, okay, like take – it's like a box. There's always a box and one person can be in there. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't – I watched the whole show. But like from the outset, you know, you guys just – did you guys just think it was like partnering based on who you wanted to partner with musically or was it who you wanted to like be romantic with does that make sense because i know there was like a a confusion not a confusion but like a twist right where it was like okay you know you're your partner yeah um, right yeah i everybody's different being a broadcast journalism person and like, i I, I try to read as many articles as I could about the show right before. Ooh, good, good. So I did I did know that once they get the partners and they were going to start performing. But at the same time, like, you know, before, like, night two, I still had my eyes on, like, you know, two or, like, really, like, two or three people. And I was just like, whichever one kind of works out first, then that's, like, who I'm going to stick with. Right. And, you know, like, by the time that I linked up with Brie, I hadn't heard her sing. So... Like, there's, like, a clip where it's, like, oh, you, like, now, like, I sing for you. Like, you're up to hear me sing. Because I was, like, what if I partner with her and, like, I don't like her voice. Yeah, right. And I'm, like, well, now I'm done. Now I'm dead. You know? <laughs> so it was, it was, it was, it was hard. But it was, it was so much fun. So. Someone wanted to know, was there anyone else 
like had it just been a singing thing was there anyone else that you thought like your your voice would have gelled with well the first person that i sang with is somebody who got zero airtime uh but cheyenne yeah. he had a really good vibe and then rudy and i as well like there's that clip of us like singing on the piano and then on our date we sang as well and i'm like yo like you got soul so it was definitely like those two okay all around like music music attraction everything like that so yeah <laughs> I, I love this question Elizabeth Cuellar said, is Michael as weird or as strange as he seemed? I'm fascinated by the little that we saw of him, LOL. <laughs> Michael Todd. Michael Todd. Before, I think it was day two, like, like you're still like getting to know everybody's names. And so by the time I had everyone's names like locked in, I like saw Michael and I was like, bro, every time I see you, you just make me smile so much. Like, I don't know what it is, but like your energy and everything. Because what it is is that he is really, truly genuine. But he's a genuine character. So <laughs> I like that. That's good. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's quirky. He's funny. Um, I think, if anything, you know, he can come off as misunderstood. Because, like, the way he talked, everyone's like, all right, this dude is from Jersey. Like, there's no, like, he's from Jersey. It's like, no. <laughs> he's from, like, the middle of California. Not at Water Village. At Water, California. <laughs> Like it's like in between somewhere like next to Fresno and it's like, I've never been to Jersey. I've never been to the East coast. And it's like, well, how do you talk like this? He's like, I'm a, I'm a gym trainer. I'm a salesman. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is. I still don't believe that. I don't buy it. I want to see like a certificate or something. <laughs> I don't buy it. He's got it. He's got it. He's an unbelievable person. And like, sometimes you would like, you'd hear him saying, this is like, okay, that's your vibe. And okay. And then you just kind of buy in. It takes a minute to buy in, but once that, once you get that hot touch, I mean, that, that hot touch. <laughs> so literally, so the story about Michael Todd is like he was our. He was not. It, we came to say it was the running joke because it wasn't a joke. Like we, it was endearing. Like, but he was a gag the entire show. So like we we're rolling into Vegas and like you know Vegas, everyone's like, oh, Brian Griffiths, the strongest couple. And so I was like, we're, we're like. Like Brie and I were joking, like, oh, you want to get married? She's like, I don't know, I don't know. And, <laughs> and I was like, yo, if, if Michael Todd, if Michael Todd can marry us, let's get married. Let's do it. Yeah. And Brie was like, oh, I can't do it without my family. I'm like, okay, I understand. <laughs> do it without my family. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would have done it if he would have been there. You would have done it. Okay, wait. So then, all right, you were someone who, like, I could say, right, fell in love on the show. So, like, what's it like to fall in love in that, I don't know, environment. Like, you fell fast, I'm assuming. We all do. Yeah. But what's it like? It's, 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 it's just scary, you know? I think, I think what you kind of just lean into, it's just like, yo, like, is this what I hoped for? And you just, you just hang on to the feelings and you're like, this is the way I feel. Let me just go along with it. Like, maybe I'm going to feel like, I'm like in high school again, but maybe like that's what love's supposed to be. Maybe it is. It's really hard to be like that vulnerable. I mean, we had our date at, at, at a at a guitar center at the music store. Everyone thought it was such a cheap date, cheap date or whatever. But like, <laughs> like we're musicians. Like that is like guitar center is dream. Like it's if you're a carpenter, where, where's your home? home <laughs> you like make up where do you go? You go to Sephora. You live at home. Like for us, like I grew up going to music stores like every week. So. Be and everything and just you know 
that's where like really everything kind of faded away. And after that, I just really broke it down. And I'm like, honestly, like all the cameras, all the fluff, all these other people, it really doesn't matter. What really matters is just me getting to know this girl and just trying to see like if we could figure out our lives together. You know, at that point, not figure out our lives. So it was just like. Well, I'm sure you guys could have like little, I don't know, dreamy conversations. Like they, you, you get caught up, right? Like what's going to happen after this? And I mean, I think what we started to do is that whenever we did have time like just to ourselves, like maybe like not completely filmed or talking about whatever, like we really held on to it and like, hey, like, let me get to know you. What's your family like? Who do you have? Blah, blah, blah. And like, it was like growing up and just to like start to have those conversations. It's like, what are you like outside of this environment? You know, because we're obviously here, but. It's hard to know. Yeah, it's hard, hard to, to know. know. I would say overall, it was fun to fall in love. Oh, falling in love is so fun. It's just so weird when it's like in like days. And I get it because that's what it is. Like I, I didn't fall in love, but I for sure like fell in like and thought this is this is it. This is the thing. And I think that's a concept that people don't really get, right? Of like how how is that possible? But it's just possible when you're in there. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what it is, it just it just requires you being completely open to the possibility of anything. And I think, you know, being a musician, being an artist, like Yeah we've it's been a long journey of hoping for things that you never thought of like i'll plug it this is my favorite venue ever but like hotel cafe like i've been involved with them the past four or five years i've been in la and like before i even played guitar i would look at videos of john mayer playing at this venue and, <laughs> yeah. and i would research it and i'd be like i want to play there one day i couldn't even play guitar and you know i've I played there dozens of times and on and on and on. So it's just like, we've always been able to like hope for something more fanciful than we could ever imagine. Yes, true. Me Megan Gilbert said, does he feel like the premise of the show worked or does he in hindsight wish had it, it had just been about singing without the love involved? I wish it was more about the singing because I think something that, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I think something that they missed is that, hey, like, these guys are, okay, batch of people, they're all attractive, they're all this, they're all that, they have good personalities or whatever on camera. But they like, hey, like these guys are all extremely talented performers. Like yeah. people are going to see them perform, you know, they're going to want to see all that magic, you know? And so like at the very beginning, like night one, they were like, oh, like, you know, like just know each other, this and that. And like, I was at the, towards the end and I'm like, yeah, like there's a piano here. Everybody could sing, like, I'm done. Like I've had a few glasses of wine, like let's go. So like night one, it was me and uh, Ryan and I, like we just like kind of just crowd everybody and like, yo, let's go sing. Let's get around the piano. Like, what do you know? What do you know? And just like have fun because that's what we do as musicians. It's like, you know, I walk into a room or somebody's house or right. something and I'm always looking like, where's the guitar? They have a piano. They have something. Oh, they don't have anything. OK, it's OK. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it we'll out. Find a way. We're going to find a way to make some music. Wow. No, I, it's, uh, I, I definitely think that. I wish that there was more music, you know, between us, not just like between Brie and I. Like, obviously, it was, I was, you know, fine with that. Yeah. No, I mean, for me, and, and someone else kind of asked this question was like, it seemed, and and maybe this is just normal for like a, a show. And it, I mean, this was the first season of this show that ABC came up with, that it just seemed kind of like, I don't know, lackluster. Like it, it didn't really know what it was going to do. Someone, yeah, someone just wanted to know, like, the general experience, like, 
did you feel like it was like from your end maybe scrambled or um who answered uh, andrea asked this like did it feel scrambled from your end i would say i would say a little bit you know i mean i think by the time that we got rolling into the performances and made it to like our you know into the production process it didn't feel scrambled but i was beginning a little bit you know because like there was like a time like where it was like maybe day two or day three like where they had like you know like i just wasn't involved like in the production at that point like in like the filming process and i was like yo like this is garbage i'm not just gonna sit here like like I, I like get I got everybody in the room and I was like, yo, sing me your song. What you got? What you got? This? Okay. Da, da, da. And like that's even like where that scene with Rudy, like where I'm playing piano for her. Cause like Rudy's like, oh, like, I don't know this. I'm like, what what are the chords of the song? She's like, oh, it's G and C. I'm like, boom, we got it. Let's start playing. Sing. Like, you know, like let's just have fun. So yeah. Kind of that sort of encourager, enthusiast type person, like, hey, let's all let's make a moment. So I, I only know the show based on like pure dating, right? So like, what what were the days like? Like, how often were you guys doing these these performances? And was all day just preparation for that, or like, how did it all work? Well, before the performances, we basically we had at least a jam session a day, like after breakfast, during the afternoon, like kind of before the dinner and stuff like. That. By the time the performances came around and stuff like. You know, like we got our song and like we're able to look through it and and then it's like, okay, like here's when your rehearsal is going to be. And then like, you know, after like the day of the rehearsal, they're like, okay, like, well, this is when the performance is going to be. And we're going to be over here at six for this. And you have this run through and on and on and on. So it really went pretty quickly. Um, There was one point where Bree was like, Chris, like you're learning this song so quick. And like, I like wanted to be like, I was like, because I'm about to rehearse this on camera and like. 25 minutes i'm not trying to embarrass myself like <laughs> yeah you don't want to do that because then they'll use it and you'll look stupid basically and like i know enough just to like not do that it's like the professional in me then also the journal i'm like let's just get it together and at least even if like we mess it up like let's at least make it look like a good mess up well okay so as you guys are going right there's a couple like i don't know solid couples but for the most part you guys are like mom and dad and I mean, you're untouchable in terms of like how serious your yeah. relationship is. So, so, but at the end of the day, it's like, you don't know if you're winning based on how serious relationship is or how good you are like as a singing couple. So yeah. like, could you, I mean, did you think by the end, like we're winners or were you like, I don't know. How, how are you processing that? We didn't, even when, you know, they told us what the prize would be and everything, like, I still didn't, like, really care about winning. I'm like, this is just a cool experience. I'm getting True. to know friends. I'm getting to know Brie. Like, this is just a lot of fun. Um, and then, like, you know, there were days that you'd wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm still here. <laughs> this is still happening. <laughs> still happening. Like, okay, we're going to Vegas. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Like, we're going to Nashville. I'm like, oh, there's only three of us left. Okay, there's only two. Okay. Oh, the finale. You know, and so it kind of just all just like happened. By the time that we won, it definitely felt like we won, and it definitely felt like a thing, and it was an unforgettable moment. I mean, you know, like Bree and I, like when we hugged and they, like when they said our names and we hugged it, that's one of the only moments in time that it felt like an actual dream. Like you close your eyes, and the rumble from the crowd is something that's completely indescribable. 
and it felt like an absolute dream. So like having experienced that, I was like, yeah, we definitely won. And we're like running up the stage and like everyone's high-fiving us. And I mean, yeah, I mean, from our view, there was no doubt it was you guys, but I mean, but okay. So, so you guys finished filming obviously pre-pandemic. So you probably think like, all right, going on tour or like me and Brie are going to get a deal. I don't even know. But then the pandemic happens and I'm sure that was kind of a buzzkill for everybody, really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to see, you know, your, your, your the year of gigs, cause like, you know, I'm a wedding singer and performer, like, you know, one by one in the span of a week, all my work dried up and I'm just like, Hey, I'm along for the ride. Like what else? I didn't even think of that too. That that's just like you're outside. You're what you did at home too. Oh yeah. Like, cause you know, like summer dried up, September dried up this, like, you know, and uh, so I'm like, okay, like finances, we're going to figure it out. You know, <laughs> just, I was really honestly very, very blessed to have the show and break out in this way. Cause I not saying, I don't know what I would have done. I, I might've had to move back home to Florida, like just like maybe temporarily. Cause like, what are you supposed to, like, how am I going to afford this apartment and the studio? Uh, yeah. Been there. <laughs> Still there. You <laughs> see <laughs> So, I mean, I think really what Brie and I were able to hold on to is that we were healthy and there are a lot of people who weren't healthy, a lot of people that were hurting, a lot of people who had to work and deal with this virus head on. So having that, it just kind of trumped everything in terms of just like, hey, it's okay at the end of the day. Like, I still have my voice. I still got my health. I still got you, which is better than I could have planned for. So it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys win. I mean, at that point, you guys were a solid couple, right? So you just thought we're going to go home to our lives and, you know, because she's not in Los Angeles. So it was long distance as well. Yeah. Um, so how how did that look like entering the real world again, your relationship? At first, like it was all fine. And then the pandemic starts to settle in and then you're like, oh, like, like we're not going like anywhere. Right. You know? And then we had so many obligations with the show with doing the album and also there's stuff that we honestly just like kind of didn't think about a lot of stuff for a long time. And then it just like really reached the breaking point and I'm like, okay, like it's June, like we need to see each other. Like this is just too much. I care about this. Like I could like I'll, it's worth the risk to come see you to come oh, do totally. that. Totally. Yeah. Um, so by the time that we got there, like that's, I guess, like when we started to see the light and like, see like where everything was going to head. I like this question, although it's the same, but I like Christina Mo. how is it being in a new relationship that was long distance and public when the show ended and quarantine started? P.S. I love your voice and you. That's what I like. So, yeah. So, so that was really the gist of it was it's hard enough having a public relationship. Most of the relationships that come out of this franchise end up being long distance yeah. Um, I was in a long distance relationship right when the pandemic happened. And so that's, that shit's hard. It's yeah. hard. And you feel like, uh Oh, <laughs> what now? Yeah. Like, how's this actually going to work? Um, it wasn't fun. I mean, I think what was cool for me is that I haven't been with, I haven't had a lot of like serious relations. Mm, okay. Let's continue to roll with the punches. And like the other serious relationship that I did have, like was long distance for a little bit of time. We weren't again and so i was able to at least navigate it like that and just like know that like hey like 
it can still work. You know, it worked for the time that I was together with my ex when I lived in New York. Mm, okay. Having said all of that, I'm a very in-person kind of person. You are. You need to have the physical touch or whatever that love language is. Yeah. Physical touch. Number two, quality time. Number Same. Three, yeah. Same. So it's like, you know, those first two, like you can only get while being in person. And the third one comes like you get more words of affirmation. The more time that you spend around somebody, the more that you touch them, you know, so it it was really hard to meet all of those. You right. Know? So. It wasn't fun, Christina. You know, short. I think that was her name. Short story. It was not fun. Um, at the same time, like you know, we're just when you when you love somebody, what else are you gonna do? You're like, I I love you. I want to make this work. So then, what happened? Like, what ultimately made it just too hard? I think you know, um, you know, she does live here now, but I think just the distance over over the period of the course of the year. Strain, you know, because like I was just saying, like I'm an in-person kind of person, you know. So I need to see you, um, and you know, she's the same way, you know. So I just think like you know, too much time apart, and then by the times that we did spend together, it's like, okay, well now we're together. Let's do all these other business things, and then it'd be like, okay, like you have like you're gonna leave in like two days, and I'm like, well. What time have we just taken for ourselves to just to get to know each other, just to go on a date? And so it just it. There were parts of it that felt more like a business relationship than you know a real partnership and a real somebody like you know, to live your life with. And so, well, it's hard because like you know, and I've I've talked to Rudy about this too, right? Like because you guys ended the show in a couple, a lot of people want like music together as a couple, and so when you are together. It becomes like, we got to make music together. And when you're not together, it becomes like, when are you going to make music together? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, maybe in a way it does become like you're like a business entity and not as much just like, how's your relationship doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then with the stress of the pandemic, it just made it that much harder. So we had so many things working against us. I mean, being in a being a public couple itself is a lot working against you. I mean, I'm so glad the show went the way it did for me because, like, I would not. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No. No. And I I don't recommend it to anyone. I mean, I might end up being there again in the future. Like, who knows? You know. Same with you. Who knows? Who knows? Um, at the same time, like, it's you kind of just got to take it what it is. Like, I out of the stress and the negativity and the hate and this and that it like was so minimal compared to the love that we received and so it was really cool to receive all of that love so much support like i would get like sometimes it'd be like kind of weird but, like <laughs> i would get like messages like yo like chris here's this video of this guy doing this like you should try this with brie like this and that like you know like i get so many messages like hey so you guys are great Blah, blah 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 you never know how short life is you just need to lock it up like you know oh, like i mean literally someone wrote i can't believe you guys didn't work out to me or end game yeah. Yeah. not to yeah. say not to say that it's like an irrational thought but it's just like we saw you know this much there's a lot that goes into a relationship like a lot going on and i have received thousands of comments literally thousands of comments and messages just like that yeah, so I'm sure you have back to that person but life is long and very complicated. So. But she lives there now. So what the heck? Don't say pas. 
that's something in French, I think. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just feeds I don't know. You know, I, I think, you know, by the time that everything happened and I think still now that, you know, she needs her space and you know, I need mine to continue to grow and move and, you know, figure it out and you know, I you know, I thought that we thought it could work or it could figure something out. I don't know if it's going to ever by now. And kind of okay, you know, because life is long and we all know there are billions of people out there. So many billions. So many yeah. billions. Are y'all still friendly though? Like on a good on good terms? I mean we're on good terms. We didn't break up on bad terms, but we're not necessarily like best friends. Best friends. <laughs> like so and like that's kind of okay, you know, because uh you know like I said before, like I don't have a lot of exes. Most of them I am friendly with, you know, but not all of them. So I, I get it. I get it. It goes both ways. And, you know, hearts are complicated. Feelings are complicated. Like, you know, like, whatever. I'm a songwriter, so I always have song lyrics. <laughs> it's like, do you want to write a song about that right now? <laughs> like, you know, like I already did. But, like, in that lyric, I say, like, you know, I'm not mad that I met you at all. Like, I really am not, you know, and it's all love. It's all support. And I truly, truly just want and wish and hope the best for her. And for her entire life, every aspect of that's it. That's sweet. Oh, that's really sweet. Uh, okay, Sierra Rivera said, did the show boost his career, do you think? 100%. You oh, know? Okay. I think, I think what's what's hardest for independent musicians is to get fans and to get people to care about you, to care about your music. Um, so I found that, you know, after the show, there's so many people who just wanted pictures of Chris and Brie. Chris and Brie just wanted music. Disagree. But then sometimes I'd insert my personal stuff and then I get people who have no, you know, I have no idea who they are. They're brand new fans and they're like, I really like this. Like, I'm going to find you a little bit more, Chris. Like, oh, you posted this and said that. Like, I like that aspect about your personality. Like, hey, like, I'm going to find into you as a person. And even like by the time that we broke up, like, obviously we knew we were going to lose a lot of followers and a lot of fans, but there's still a lot of people who still just like supported me and just still like they said, like, I had many, many, many messages saying like, oh, this is so, so sorry about this, but I'm looking forward to. Well, that's great. I mean, the difference between like a breakup in the Bachelor world and y'all's is like, you're also just two com completely talented individuals outside of your relationship. And not to say that couples from the Bachelor world aren't talented, but like not known for something outside of that. And mm -hmm. so for you, maybe it might be tough to like, breakaway is like i'm i'm my own artist still but i'm glad that it happened for you that it worked for you for the most part obviously yeah no definitely and i mean i think i was i can't say like i was already a local celebrity but like in la i like kind of was like i would go places and like everywhere i went in la i'd run into somebody that i knew because like i teach kids music so like i know a lot of parents and then like i'm involved with my church so i know a lot of people there and like so it just didn't feel like that much different. I kind of like, I would already get like recognized and be like, oh, Mark, aren't you this guy? And I'm like, no, I'm nobody. could <laughs> be that guy. And I'm like, cool, you know? And I don't know. It's still, it's still definitely weird. Like even like last night, I, I went to a vigil for uh, Dante Wright and I was just there just to support. And then like, you know, after the vigil, like I had like five people come up to me like, hey, aren't you, aren't you Chris? Really? And like, I... Yeah, and, like, which is, like, it's all cool, like, you know, because, like, I just, you know, I'm able to own it, and, like, I don't care, you know, but. I remember you know, those days. Cool, they don't happen anymore, but it, it did happen. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> so how long does it last? How long? I mean, One year, two years? I would say like two. Because then we start aging, right? And then it's like, a, like, is that the same person? And like, it, their hair is different? Or, you know, now with the masks, uh-uh. It, not, zero. None. That's the thing. That's what I thought. I was like, with a mask, I'm good. Nobody's going to know who I am. And then it just, you know, what happened? Wow. You have a, I mean, you do have a good face, but like, hello. Very good face, apparently. And a lot of people, I will ask this next question because I'm not alone in that. Um, my friend Ashita said, is he currently dating? Does he have a type? Are those DMs open? <laughs> yeah. I do have a type. I My type is... Uh, your personality type are you a very warm person are you the same all the time to your parents to your boss to your friends to your close friends to the people that you're trying to impress are you exactly the same and are you friend and warm beyond that I like naturally beautiful women I okay. like girls that have to wear a lot of makeup you know like that's just personally like obviously we're trying to go out and dress up like Get to the nines. Do what you got to do. But on an get... everyday basis, just keep it light. Keep it light. If you could, you know, that's, you know, that's if I could type. be, yeah, you know, so as well as like, I like very, uh, like my favorite things to do, traveling. Oh, eating. yeah. People who are just like well-cultured, um, eager to learn, um, stuff like that, you know, so like people who are just like, into things that maybe aren't even from their culture like i love that because like me like i'm fascinated by so much outside of my culture like i'm caribbean american so i'm very involved with that and like i'm also you know black because i live here in america but i'm so interested in just where people came from what they have going on all that stuff that's so. the best part of traveling is just yeah. learning about other people i when i do travel people they think i'm local because <laughs> you try to be like you try to be local well, there. you start kind of picking up accents, right? Where you want to fit in. So you'll start picking up words. And all of a sudden, you're Scottish. Scottish. Yeah. yeah. Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> my last name is Watson. So it is Scottish. So there, you know. Uh, and the last answer, still single. So, I mean, you know, DMs are open. But if you listen to the first part of this podcast, I'm an in-person kind of person. So it needs to be Los Angeles. Yeah. You got to be at least Ocala. Okay, SoCal. You're you're an LA guy forever. I'm a warm weather guy forever. Okay. okay. <laughs> as long as I'm doing music in this capacity, I'm definitely going to be in Los Angeles, you know, but if I change it up and start doing something else, like, I can move somewhere else, you know, but I had a, you know, I am jealous of you in New York City. I I do love me some New York City. I, it's in my blood, so. Yeah, I had a bad breakup with New York though. Just the winter I mean, I don't blame you. I swear, this this winter has been the longest. Long winter. You know, like, dead serious. Like, I, but it's, I think he lives in, like, Connecticut now, but he's like, it's snowing. And I'm just like, just knowing that it's barely cold enough up there to snow right now. And I'm like, April's whatever it is. And you're I'm just like, wearing a t-shirt. Yeah, I mean, we had, we had like, how many? Three snows in, like, a span of two weeks. But, you know, New York, like, that doesn't happen that much in the city. When it does, the whole thing shuts down. But also, it's just, like, it's April 16th, and I'm still, like, I, I can't walk outside in a, in a T-shirt. And I'm isn't that enough? Like, can't we just have it already? Yeah. And I, I think, for me, it was, I'll take it back my first year living there. I was saying about 
girlfriend as she was moving away out of college and it was i think it was like may like 25th and it was like three degrees at like noon and i said i can't do this for I'm done that with this. I, so i was like all right maybe like four or five years that's the one. <laughs> four years later i was, I was like because then you stayed then you stayed it was okay for a while <laughs> it's addicting it's the best place i remember i would i would be leaving and i'm like and I'm like, okay, when is my return flight? Like, I can't wait to get back. I mean, yeah, I was I was born here, and I lived here for two years after The Bachelor because I was like, what am I doing with my life? And then I moved away, and then I moved back again in August for grad school. But like now, this feels like the move. And I knew I, there was some part of me that was like, I'm not done with New York. Like, I'm gonna be back. That's the same way I feel. Yeah. So I well, that I had a breakup and I'm never going back. But you know how love is. We always go back to our exes. We always go back to our past cities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I definitely think I'm going to, you know, I'm a, I am still got Brooklyn in my heart. So oh, I'll, you're a Brooklyn boy. Come on. Okay. I, okay. I, oh, I have an aunt who lives in Brooklyn, and so I grew up in her. So New York City, and my mom grew up in D.C., so those were always second homes to me, like in the Northeast. So I always wanted to live in New York City, and I'm so glad I got to do it after college. I feel like you'll be back. I definitely will be. <laughs> but I don't know when. I don't know when. I have a theory. I'm just running with it. Okay, well, here's the other follow-up dating question. Megan Henning, have producers reached out to him to see if he would do VIP? Or have does he know if they've reached out to any of his castmates? I know you can't proper answer this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway and hope that you like give me a wink or something. I'm trying to think of what the good answer that I, I gave before or you could give another one and it could be better. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I do love the beach. I know that. That's the stupidest. I hate that. I do. And I know that if, I know that if, I know like maybe a few people that I know personally do love the beach as well. So I don't know. We could just leave it there. Cause I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to non-disclose nothing. So that seemed we'll just- very disclosey. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll have to see. Guys, what did you think of that answer? We're going to have a full Facebook discussion about that answer. I think you're going on paradise. Okay, I have to ask this because my my dear friend Brenna, I didn't know this about you. He often says Mr. Rogers is a hero and inspiration. He would love to be the next. What does his ideal modern Mr. Rogers career look like? I... Tell you what, number one, as Trick Daddy said, Trick Love the Kids. <laughs> I love. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Dude, I love the kids, and Mr. Rogers made such an impact on my life. He really did. He really did. You know, and I think something for me, like when I was, I I remember it so clearly. I was I was in first grade, and like I was just hanging out with somebody. I had two experiences, but I was hanging out with somebody at, at school, and they were paying attention to me, and I'm like. It makes me feel so good that this is like paying attention, like they're into what I'm doing. And then I had these older cousins. They were like maybe like 18, 19 at the time. And they just like, you know, Dee and Rash, Rashida, like they just loved on me and just like thought I thought the world of me. And I'm like, you know what? When I'm an adult and if kids barely paying me attention, like I'm going to give them the world and be like, this is it. Like whatever you have going on, like this is the most important thing. This is the Super Bowl, this moment that you're living in. That's so cute. So, okay. I just I just love like pouring into kids and pouring into their lives. So I, I I right now I'm a music teacher going to a class after this, and so I teach like 
kids from like literally six months to like five years old, just like the most basic things about music. And like, I started giving my best friend's daughter like piano lessons like two weeks ago and do, do private lessons. And so I think a bigger picture of all of that would be some sort of production. Like I would love to finally find my way into producing content for children. That is so good. And it's not, um, I am going to say the song and plug it, but that one goes like this, do, 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 do. Like, you know, like some real stuff where it's like, because kids are deep people. They're deeper than some adults. Adults are just so guarded. I was the deepest kid ever. I was so emotional. I had so much to say. No one would listen. Yeah, you see? And that's what I want to be. I want to be somebody who listens. And I'm like, yo, what you're going through, like, this is real. As well as, like, I just can't help being a dad. And, like... Those DMs are going wild after this episode. He's a dad. Yeah, I have I have I have baby fever and I'm single. So it's kind of a weird SoCal, come on. <laughs> just I'm just letting you know. I don't hold things back. So No, that's I I'm really I feel very like warm and cuddly right now for you. That's and that's the thing. And like because that's what I want everyone to feel. I just want everyone to know, like, hey, whatever you're doing, it's okay. Like, it's cool to just be you. Like, that's what you need to do. That's the most important thing. Like, I don't know. I'm definitely, I got the Mr. Rogers vibes. I And, like, honestly, like, I say this with, like, all respect. Like, I don't have an e Like, I really seriously don't have, like, an ego like that. Kids love me. I'm a kid magnet. I walk you into like, a room. You like kids. I like kids and not only that, they love me more than I like them. Like, like we've been at like parties at like my friend's place and like, you know, some people are older, they'll bring their kids over. It's all adults, like two kids. Where are they at? They're hanging out with me, asking me questions. Like somehow they're just literally just drawn to me and just want to hang out. So yeah, no, but it's funny. Cause it's like so many people in my life as of recent have like looked at me randomly and been like, you're going to be such a good mom. And I'm like, is that how old I am now that that's like, that's where the brain is going. Yeah, like that's where the compliments are going. Like I have a lot of other stuff going on in my life. But like I'm going to be a great mom. But also yeah, like, like it's just so funny because, you know, I I'm I'm a na I do nannying on the side. So it's like I think I'm pretty good with kids, but I wouldn't say that I'm like a kid mag, you know, like uh, kids cry around me, they ignore me, it's fine, whatever. But like just this thought of like you're going to be a great mom. I'm like where is that coming from? Like what? This is the thing is that people can see it, though, because you know why? Because they could see and feel your heart, you know, sometimes. And like, am I Mrs. Or, Rogers? I mean, if you want to be, if you want to, if you want to hop on the bus, I mean, you already got the broadcast background. You know what I'm saying? When I'm thinking about producers for my show. Easy. Done. Directing, producing, camera work, whatever you need. Let's do it. I would I would say more. I'd keep it on the creative side. We got other people do the cameras. But as long as like, yeah, no, but as, as long as my name is Mrs. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Okay, when is this idea coming to fruition? Like, are you thinking like within the year or? I'm, I, I have a friend who works at a, you know, it's LA. He works at a place where they produce a lot of content and talks with my boss and we're going to be throwing together a pitch like pretty soon you know so like after paradise i was hoping you'd slip up there no okay <laughs> i was sipping the coffee oh he sips coffee sly you sly little one you know i went to school for interviewing i get oh. it 
Well, you know what's funny is like, you know, I was in broadcast journalism. I thought going into The Bachelor that I'd have my leg up, right? Like I'd, I'd have a leg up. I would I would know like, oh, this is going on right now. Or like, I should do this. I, mm-mm, no. No. Yeah, I failed. No. Failed. Yeah, yeah. I got destroyed yeah. probably more than anyone. Yeah. Yeah. You were. And I, I, I you know, I heard you and uh, my girl Julia talking, yeah, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Like, and and that's the thing is like the whole time like with Julia like I well number one like I'm everyone's friend and everyone's friend like on the show during the show blah, blah, blah. but like I was just like 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 a bunch of stuff went down like the night and I was like I, like the next day I just gave her a big hug I'm like yo Julia I don't even care you're doing you and I can see it just keep doing you make it happen Julia's a freaking gem she is she is I love her to death she got villainized for dating like everyone in the normal world dates. Yeah, if I feel like I would have been in her position if I didn't have a connection with Bree, you know, I would have been trying to like see who's see what's going on, you know. So ridiculous. It is what it is, though, you know. And people are heartthrobs. Oh, Mister Rogers, stop it! Stop it! This has been so lovely to get to know you. I'm sure everyone's gonna just adore this episode. Okay, so share your social media. Anything you want us to support anything like that so you could find me at tell em watson that is where you could find all my music and one of my links i have singles i have albums i have two projects coming out in june okay. um one called the beauty of love the other one's called mostly true beauty of love's a gospel project mostly true or uh, sorry not mostly true mostly true is a single tell em drive is like more like a personal project but the gospel project i it's like it doesn't even matter like if you're a believer or anything like they're just heart and soul songs like i have a lot of different friends and people in my life and i've played a lot of my friends who don't believe and are not like christian or jesus fans and they're like i I could jam to this all day i could jam to it all day and so i i really hope that by the time all this drops like people are able to just like hear it and they're like they like it so much that they can't help but want to share it so that's really the goal we're gonna do it guys we're gonna share it we're gonna love it um, and slide in the DMs if you're from SoCal, okay? Cool. <laughs> it's open. We're so. going to find you a girlfriend. Hey, I'll t- tell you what, I need one. So. Okay, we're going to make it happen. Trust me. All right, Chris, I'll talk to you in a minute. Thank you so much. Okay, Bye. Thanks,